I know there are a lot of people out there who are familiar with and and have probably even learned to think in terms of evaluating how they are doing in life, uh, how well they are prospering based on the bottom line of their financial statement, which they'll itemize with the simple formula, uh, your total assets minus your total liabilities equals your total net worth. And obviously that little calculation is, is easy to remember. It's fairly easy to do the math on, uh, perhaps even helpful uh, if what you're looking for is, um, I suppose, an appraisal of how much belongs to you after you subtract whatever you still owe, uh, financially speaking. If, if those are the numbers you're, you're looking for, you simply add up what you have uh, in terms of both your fixed and liquid assets. That includes all the, the money you have in the bank or the market, all the cash you've got hidden under your mattress. <laughs> it, it includes the fair market value of your home. Uh, possessions and valuables in your home, your vehicles, and so forth. You add up the total of all those assets in one column, uh, and then in another column, you add up all that you currently owe in terms of your financial obligations, your mortgage, your uh, credit card debt, student loan debt, car payments, the, the 20 bucks you still owe your friend for covering uh, your movie ticket and popcorn the other week. You, you get the grand total of all those debts, you subtract them from what you have, and you come up with a number that is uh, your monetary net worth. And again, that could be a helpful uh, metric to use. And in, in fact, in some future videos, uh, I'd like to, to talk about some practical ways that, that you can go about improving those numbers. But what if I told you that, that I'm not convinced that that formula uh, is necessarily the best way uh, to be measuring wealth and, and calculating one's worth? Why do I say that? Uh, well, because the entire equation assumes the only assets and liabilities you have to measure and calculate are those that have a monetary value. That is to say, you're only adding up those things in your life that can be uh, assessed in dollars and decimals. In my opinion, when you do that, uh, you unavoidably leave off those things in your life that are truly of the greatest value. And, and what are those things? Well, just just consider what in life is understood to be truly priceless. What what in life can money not buy? I imagine things that, that belong on that list would include things like uh, close relationships, right? Family, uh, friends, church community, the people in your life are, uh, or I would say uh, uh, should certainly be ranked among your most priceless possessions, if we can use that word, the, the, your, your most priceless assets. Uh, what else? Well, uh, I think things like time, uh, freedom, health, a sense of purpose, contentment, um, happiness and joy are all on that list. Uh, th these types of things you cannot just tally up in simple numbers in an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and yet, it is it, it can be so clear and obvious and evident when a person really is cashing in on the rewards and the dividends that those kinds of treasures offer, um, and as opposed to when they're not. There's a lot that can be said about all this, but the, the bottom line is, if you're looking for a standard of measurement um, and a formula to calculate your worth and the value of what you have, don't just quantify that by the bottom line of a financial statement. You've got to, uh, you've got to assess so much more 
than, than how many figures show up in your account balance. You know, Jesus once said in, in Matthew chapter 6, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. In other words, according to the Lord, there is a higher measure of wealth and a very different kind of math we should be using to factor our worth. Honestly, we know our greatest treasure in life and what's going to ultimately outlast this life is really our relationship to him. Um, but I just wonder, if you started thinking in those terms, uh, if you started even making out a list of those areas that truly matter in life um, and begin evaluating how you're doing um, and, and the degree to which you are investing in those kinds of treasures, uh, how are you doing? Uh, how are you doing? Would, would you evaluate your relationship to God, uh, your relationship to your wife, your kids, your church as uh, what it should be? If you could audit your time uh, your freedom, uh, your life's purpose and goals, your sense of personal growth and fulfillment, all those things, uh, would it look like you're making perceivable progress? Um, or would it look like you've got a lot of catching up to do? N none of us want to end up like Ebenezer Scrooge from the old Charles Dickens story who, uh, who, who apparently was quite proficient at counting and recounting all his uh, his assets, producing what I'm sure was a very uh, thorough and, and well-worked-out net worth statement of all his assets and liabilities, only to, to discover the hard way uh, that he was actually quite bankrupt and destitute in the areas that really mattered. Uh, so obviously we, we don't want to make the same mistake. Well, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Hopefully something I've said here will prove helpful to somebody, get you to think uh, about uh, truly what matters in life. Um, if anything I'm saying here resonates with you, I encourage you to, to like or comment on this video. If you haven't already, I invite you to subscribe to our channel. Stay tuned for more videos uh, coming soon. Um, until then, God bless and thank you for watching.